of small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I'm Mike Siegel. I'm Kyle Lotzi. And uh, we are uh, recording Late Night Record. It's, uh, yeah, Venus flytrap hours here. 10 after 10. <laughs> you were supposed to be here at 9.30 and now it's 10 after 10. So no, oh, I, I was on time. You were on time. Well, you were five minutes late. Uh-huh. And you were a half hour late. Yeah, we were still recording. Mm-hmm. He said, you said that too. You go... I'm going to get there. You guys aren't even going to be close and to being And you're like, done. no, I'm going to really... No, we'll nah. be done. Nope. We did. The show was only 90 minutes long, but we got started a little bit late. Ah. It's hard to come right in and just sit the person down and start you. talking. Also, April's flash drive or something weird about Oh, it. yeah, that was the thing. April's flash drive. That's that's the thing. April's we're, flash we drive. Read. We couldn't read Oh, really? It. So then he had to go into my iTunes and pull off all the songs. Oh, God. And then put them, and then put them back. So it, was, uh, it took a little time. Yeah. All right. So we can blame Kyle. Or April. Okay. <laughs> or just technology in general. I can't wait to hear the show, though. It sounds cool. It was pretty fun. Took it, taking live tweets took for some the first time. Tweets. Yeah, took some live tweets and uh, played some uh, listener requests uh, for the Elton John songs. No, I love it. It's, uh, yeah, people will say, who's your favorite uh, person to co-host with? And I have, it's a different, it's a different type of... And after of, you say me, who's a, next? It's a different type. <laughs> I say that I'm, I think I'm most comfortable around you because we've known each other longest. Yeah, and so, that's probably right. And, uh, but everyone has a different energy and everyone, it's always, it's always fun. It I just really heard is. Christy on uh, Never, Never Not, not funny. funny. Yeah, I listened to that too. It was great. Yeah. I watched her show. Yeah. So, so yeah. Christy, if you're listening, which you're not. But uh, <laughs> she's not. <laughs> she isn't. I know but, she's not. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. Christy will only listen if it's uh, Elliot Easton or The Cars. <laughs> um, yeah. So you watched all five episodes too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. It's I really did. good. And uh, I had asked because I think it looks like we've seen we've watched stuff. This really looks. The production value is high on this. Yeah, and and having Diedrich Bader and and, and everybody. Janet Varney. Yeah, Janet Varney and Keenan Michael Keenan Michael Key Keenan. Yeah, Keenan Michael Key. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and Kate Walsh. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, easy, yell at her easy for, big, I'm going to yell at her for not uh, casting me as Kate Walsh's husband. I know. What's up with that? I don't know. I think I would have knocked it out of the park. Are, is that why you're growing? And by a that beard? mean, I, yeah, you growing a beard so that you can fill that guy's spot. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Um, and I, I love. I, I can't love, get used to it. I don't know how you do it, Kyle. It's like I'm I'm itching. Yeah, then yeah. it gets past that point, and then you don't. It gets softer. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, it's just I'm just feel like I'm getting stabbed uh, constantly. Oh, beard talk. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to beard. Talk. Movember, man. I. Uh, that's also if you're when you watch uh, when you watch Christie's web series. That is Christie's house. Oh, that's a nice house. Yeah, this is a nice house. We should record there. We got a big screen TV. <laughs> big screen TV in the kitchen, Christie. Well, yeah. Maybe you turn it off to cook, huh? <laughs> maybe, maybe, Wait a minute. Maybe you, to, no, turn like, off. Are you going to watch uh, Food Network? Yeah. You, <laughs> maybe you talk to each other. How about that? Do you think, when you say cook at, at Christie's house, do you mean... Mean the help? <laughs> <laughs> I mean the help cook? I think she pulls... I think she pulls Is that out, for the help? I think she has some numbers in the speed dial of her phone, that, and then the food comes. Yeah, we'll know. If we, if we go in that kitchen TV and we turn it on and it's nothing but Spanish TV, we'll know who's doing she's, the cooking. Yeah, she's going to be... Uh, well, and that one lady that cleans the house, she won't dust the tops of the lamps. <laughs> that was so funny. 
She's she's that Joe. She's crying now. Couldn't watch it. You couldn't. Uh, you could hear Christie's voice, kind of like Janet. Yeah. It's like when Woody Allen yeah. writes for someone, and it's really kind of Woody Allen. I yeah. could totally hear Christie. The husband's name is in the show is Gary, Gary and, yeah. and her real husband's name is Gary. And she, I, I'm pretty sure she told me that that is a thing Gary does. He'll take people's phones and then send answer their emails. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I'm pretty. That could sure, get really dangerous. I know. I'm pretty sure she uh, she told me that. <laughs> If okay. she didn't tell me that, I'll find out and then I'll I'll rectify it. It's funny because it's true, man. <laughs> That's her son too. Johnny is uh, Ziggy. He was great. He was great. He was great. That part where he says, "I mean, when he's in bed with Janet, I don't think any none none of that is scripted. He's just telling a story. Yeah, they just let the so camera run. When he puts his hands in front of his eyes and says, "I can see my blood." <laughs> That is really that's funny. That's the closer right there. That's, that's the, really that's the button of the scene right yeah. there. So uh, That's technical talk, Kyle. Button. That's the button at the end of the scene. So uh, congratulations, uh, Christy. I hope that you get to do yeah, more of these. Everyone check it out. It's on funnierdie.com. It's also on, and it's also on YouTube because right. um, Funny or Die has a YouTube yeah, page. Everyone's so. cra- everybody's crazy but us. But us. Right? Everybody's crazy but or is us. It everyone's crazy but us. Well, I guess we should know that. Everyone's crazy but us. I think it's everyone's crazy but us. Every person in our <laughs> every, house is every crazy. Person They're in all the, crazy. And Kate Walsh is the woman who's like basically allergic to everything. Yeah, yeah. What's the she's gluten intolerant. She's, like, she's like vegan. She says, she's allergic to soap. And they're like, well, we don't put soap in our food. She's like, <laughs> no, but you, you wash, wash your hands. hands and then you touch the food. <laughs> so, Which means that she, when she would shower, she's allergic. What would she mm-hmm. clean herself with? It was the citrus soap. That was the thing. Oh, that's citrus right. soap. So what? Yeah. What's it called, Kyle? Everyone's crazy. But everyone's us. crazy by us. Written but us, di- not by us. Everyone that's sitting by me is crazy. <laughs> Written and directed by our, our our I I claim her as our own Christy Stratton. 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 I throw a Stratton there. I think we've given her enough plugs with me here. Oh, how yeah. generous am I? Like talking to somebody else. I should be talking about my own stuff. What, what do you got going? Go I just got back cruise. from Taiwan. Thank you very much. Hey, Amen. Did you have any Thai food there? <laughs> That's Thailand. Oh, I don't travel. <laughs> <laughs> what's a th- what's a Taiwanese dish? Um, uh, stinky tofu. I had some at the night market there. Okay, why is it called stinky tofu? Because back in the day, before refrigeration, they would ferment it uh, to keep it, mm-hmm. and so it just got this smell. And when they deep fry it and serve it to you. Yeah. It kind of deep fries the smell out of it. But before they deep fry it, okay. it, it does not smell Cause good. Because if a food came to me and it was stinky, yeah. I would not want to eat that. I, that's, yeah, I think that's part of the charm, charm. quote unquote. But okay. um, it's one of those oh, things you got to try. It? Um, it's okay. It's a little dry. And then you got to eat it with stuff. You got a dipping sauce? And your ranch? wife wanted you get, me to bring it, some back. She wrote me on Facebook uh-huh. and says, oh, Oh, you got to bring some back. I somebody got me some once, and you. I'm like, I'm not taking that yeah, shit in my that bag. Back. Yeah, stinky bag. What if she, I don't know. What if she liked it? By the way, I don't know why she oh, liked she, it. What if it was just? Um, what if it was a prank? Yeah, bring that back for me. <laughs> Your bag smells like that crap. Um, what was the? Wh- where's the place that you've traveled that has the the best food? Well, it's between Thailand and Italy are my two favorite tops. Two completely different kinds of cuisines, I, but. I can't. Food uh, is amazing in both. Yeah, when we you were can't in, go wrong. When we were in Rome and we ate, like you think, oh, you're having yeah, it's pasta and sauce, and but it is. I can't even describe how different it is. Yeah, is it like Olive Garden? <laughs> no, and you know, I said this on the show already, and uh, Andrew Rich will make fun of me in the notes because uh, he says I have four stories that I tell. But whenever I tell those stories, Andrew, I always say I've yeah. said this before. You told so, this uh, one. Yes, I, well, when you were here, but well, about Italy. 
I think. Well, about their how, like when I go to a restaurant, when it says authentic Italian restaurant, and it yeah, says, and it says, oh, we've been here for fifty years, and we 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 moved here, and we brought the recipes from Rome. It doesn't taste at all like that. Well, eventually they're going to cater to whatever tastes are coming in the door. So, I mean, if Americans have a different kind of taste, whether they like their meat a certain way, bland. Or- or they put things like sugar in the pasta sauce and yeah. stuff and make it sweeter than it should be. And, yeah. And it's a lot of it has to do with freshness, too. Yeah. The food, yeah, the food fresh ingredients. Yeah. In Italy. And where's the worst food? Oh, God. Of all the... <laughs> Philippines was not good. That was a huge disappointment. The like Philippines what, what, food sucked. What kind of food would they cook? It's a lot of just deep fried crap, fast food, and they like brightly colored food. Okay. There's like there's something... Uh, like their hot dogs won't just be red. It's like circus red, you know, like a oh. crazy funhouse hot dog red. It's just like, yeah, nothing was really, it was a big disappointment. Big. I, I don't know how they screw it up so bad because you look at them and you go, wait a minute, you got like all the best food in the world mm-hmm. around. Thailand's yeah. right there, China, India. It's like everything's so good around you. How do you guys fuck it up so bad? And then in London. I think a lot had to do with like the U.S. Navy there coming and giving them crappy yeah. canned food and that kind of thing too. And then in London, they just have amazing restaurants that have all different types of cuisine. But yeah, you can get anything in yeah, London. And it's always it's, good. Yeah. It's just getting out on the sticks of England. That's when it gets tough. Yeah. That's yeah. where you get your just your bangers. But and that's mash. like America. You know, there's, it's hard to eat well in a lot of America. I mean, you can get like meat and potatoes anywhere, but yeah. you want to get anything yeah. go to Dis- Go to Disneyland. You'll see those people on their fucking <laughs> oh, scooters. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. You did that. You just had a nice day there. I, uh, it, it was a great day because I was with my daughter and her friends. And I, but I was tweeting all day because when there's a you, serious health problem. There is in a, this country. It's an epidemic, man. Oh, it's, 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 it is it's unbelievable. Amazing. We're in a bubble here. But it doesn't here. seem like any of them are dying off. They look happy as a clam, don't they? I mean, how many? Sco- yeah, they're dying. <laughs> you don't see a lot of them. That salt preserving. You don't see a lot of. Yeah, right. I would be if I had to ride a scooter in Disneyland. Oh, and this is funny. When I saw this one guy on the scooter, he had a basket in front, and it was all loaded up with his fucking snacks. <laughs> and this guy weighed about 700 pounds. I would be embarrassed to go out. You need a jazzy to go around. The, yeah. You can't get in any rides. Not really. Well, some of them, they'll you know, they'll wheel you up and like uh, throw your ass into It's a Small oh. Road and watch the boat go. They, they, just, they just roll you down Splash Mountain. <laughs> There was a story in the news. That this they, guy would have splashed all the water out of the ride. <laughs> I did uh, read something that they had to retrofit uh, a lot of the rides, like in the uh, the haunted house and in some of the older rides, because people are just too big now. So they had to make the cars that, that bigger. Can be and the, safe no, no, for anyone no, else, on you the should ride. you should definitely retrofit for anyone who's um who who has a special need. Mm-hmm. But when you create that special need <laughs> through eating pizzas, no. No, those people stay at home until you're. I have DiGiorno's disease. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, jeez, that, that's uh, it's not delivery either, Kyle. That, that is DiGiorno. that is DiGiorno. I get it delivered to my house <laughs> by the pallet in a truck. A gross of DiGiorno. But I did eat great in uh, Hong Kong, and I still think I, I ate everything, and I think I lost weight. I was gone for like ten days, and I, I lost weight. A lot of walking. A lot of walking. You only I, walk, though, when you... you I saw you didn't need that scooter to come in today, so <laughs> yeah. you can lose all So top 10 things to do in Taiwan. That's the name of the show. That'll come out, I think, in the new year. Hopefully, like CNBC or something. Oh, that's good. How many episodes? Yeah. Uh, it's just a one-off special. Uh, just a pilot, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping there'll be more. That would be cool. Yeah, I want to go every country. That'd be awesome. They're only going to do tea countries. 
Now, Thailand, it, I'll go back it, there. Is there is it? It's uh, it's the travel is obviously free, but do you all, is there also compensation on top of that? Oh yeah, I got paid. This was a paid gig. Now, what if they said we don't pay you, but we we do? You fly there, we put you up, all the meals are covered. Would you still do it? Um, yeah, could depending you, on the length of it, I probably would. Yeah, because yeah, you get yeah, because you could probably say, "Well, can I come a few well, days?" Well, I hope early they're not stay- listening to this, but. <laughs> No, I've taken a lot of press trips. It would have been like a glorified press trip, yeah. which I've done, but usually to cover for some mm-hmm. uh, website or something, but they yeah. do it all the time. It's just a promotional thing. But, you know, this was this was a little more time intensive. This was like eight hours a day of shooting. Wow. Stuff, so. But it's only four days there, but it's the travel. You, you lose it's two days to get there. You lose a yeah. whole day going there. And that was a lot. When Pilar just flew back from uh, Cape Town, it was uh, she flew from Cape Town to Dubai. Yeah, it's a hell of a trip. Nine hours. That. And then from Dubai to LAX, 15 hours. God. But she said business class was that's phenomenal. The, that's a lifesaver yeah. coming that far. Um, you and I just saw uh, Art Garfunkel. A Art couple Garfunkel years ago. and you met the man. I met and him. And we had our biggest uh, celebrity sighting. Yes, but first, before we get to that, we were, we were in the fourth row. And who were we sitting next to in the fourth row? Next to the Bish himself. Yep, Stephen Bishop. Stephen Bishop. Stephen Bishop, and, and, former guest. And Mrs. Bish. Mrs. Bish, next to we me. We said hi to him at first, and he wasn't quite sure who we are. And then we said, you did our <laughs> show. And he's like, oh, yeah, you guys. And he was cool. Did you tell Kyle the story? We, we sit down, and then uh, you're telling me. So we're squeezing in. The, and, the, and they were pretty tight. The they seats were pretty close tight. Together. They, they just had seats. Yeah. We are a third row. And uh, Pat's telling me the story of like, yeah, I, I emailed our Garfunkel's publicist. And he said that we tried to get him on the show. And he said that uh, Art doesn't speak. While he's on tour, on During tour, the day, he gives his voice a rest. And I was like, "Oh, really?" He spoke to you afterwards. Yeah, he spoke to me afterwards. I went, "Oh, really?" Yeah. And this, and the guy next to you says, "Oh, goes, what, what oh. did he say?" What did he, he goes, "Oh, I couldn't help overhearing." Would uh, you say you had some kind of a, a show? Yeah, and then, <laughs> and, and, then, and, then and, and that was the guy who told you. That was yeah. his publicist. Yeah. And, and then, he, did you point to Stephen Bishop and go, "And that he was on?" Oh my god! And, so, we, and we both looked at each other like, "Thank God we didn't say yeah, we like didn't this say, asshole like, tells fucking me." Fucking publicist told me that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I know. But he was the nicest guy, he, and he, he sat right next to us. He also emailed me and said, "You know, the next time Arts in Town, we'll really try to set up an interview." Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be great. Um, and, and then you, we hung out after the show. Well, well, well I want to say one more thing. This publicist, uh, I go, he, he's, he lives in California. I go, oh, is anyone here at the show? You know, he goes, my in-laws are here. And we say, where are they sitting? He's like, a couple rows back, like 10th row. And Mike and I look at him like, well, do they want to sit here and we'll sit back there? And he's like, they're, they're good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, That's code for, I don't really Yeah, care. I don't really need yeah. them. So, um, uh, uh, yeah, so go ahead. You can tell. Well, you part. brought your, uh, you have your, uh, waiting spot after the show. You know where to stand at yeah. the wheel turn. Yeah. So at the wheel turn, you just go, uh, you just go out back. There's only one entrance basically. So we're, we're back there. It's, uh, it's this dork. Yeah. One it's, dork and then three young guys. Yeah. Three guys like in their Crazy maybe late twenties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they had, they had a Simon Garfunkel album and then this, an Asian woman uh, came up and hung with them and I wasn't really talking with any, <laughs> anyone cause so Mike and I are standing there, and then uh, go ahead. You want to tell? Well, no. This uh, a young couple is walking out, like young, like uh, in their twenties or early twenties. Yeah. And two old guys, and they yeah. just kind of come out of the uh, walkway, and they walk right. And they walk right past, right us. by us. I looked right at them. Yeah, and so did I. And then all of a sudden, I looked back the second time. I went, "Is that Jack Nicholson?" <laughs> And I and then I looked. Yeah. I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> it was. I had been here 17 years, never seen him. I finally saw Jack Nicholson. 
And Biggest said, star sighting ever. And like I told this story to my brother tonight, Kyle's dad, and he's like, how do you not know Jack Nicholson? I go, because first of all, you're not expecting to see him. Right. Second of all, it's not, he's an old guy. He's an old dude now. I go, and he had glasses. I mean, he just didn't. He was wearing regular glasses. If he was wearing the shades, I yeah. think that probably would have made yeah, us go, right. oh, but no, he was just like, he looked like an old guy in glasses. And then you start and to he think, is an old guy And then you start glasses. to think, oh yeah, him and Art Garfunkel have known each other since, um, what is that? What was that? I don't know. It was that a Harley like Davidson? It did sound like Godzilla. <laughs> that was weird. Or the Transformers? Like you were doing something. Are the Transformers no. attacking? Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, he knows Art Garfunkel because they were in uh, Carnal, Knowledge. Carnal Knowledge together. Mm-hmm. So, and I bet if we could go back in time, I bet he was sitting right near us. Yeah, well, yeah, we were he third was his row. Pub- publicist. <laughs> <laughs> He's good. We, you go incognito because you know he was down front. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was we had the be- we had best seats in the house. And we were joking how it's like oh with these shows it's it's so L A to like look around before the lights go down and see yeah. who's in the crowd. Yeah, we would have. God, yeah, I know it's crazy. But, yeah, so if I would have recognized him right when he walked past us, I would have definitely stopped him. Absolutely. Yeah, I would have said, "Hey, love you, Jack," or something. I would have said, "Get a picture." Oh, that, he was oh, that, that how great would that have been? It'd be crazy. Would he have done it? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. There was no one there. There was bothering. no security around him. No. Oh, that would have been cool. And then you, we waited for a while, and I finally bailed. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to happen. Yeah, because you bail sometimes, and I, I understand. I was there for a good 40, 40 yeah, minutes. You were, there for a, you were there for a long time. And then, um, uh, but I waited because I just felt, I just knew he was still in there. I didn't see anyone leave after Nicholson left. So finally, um, the, the guitar player and the keyboard player left, and that was the only, that was the only band he had. It was just art. Guitar player and keyboard player, and those two other guys—they didn't even sing with him. It was just him yeah, singing. It, it was, was it. And it was he sounded amazing. He did sound great. So they left, and then uh, and then security comes out and they move the gates that block like the cars, and they put them away. And then security leaves, and I'm still there. And all of a sudden, I see a guy come out and get in the driver's seat of this town car, and then I see another guy come out. He's got a sweater on and a baseball hat, and I um. From the distance, I could not tell if that was Art Garfunkel because you know it's too far. Yeah, it was, it was a ways down there. But I'm like, but I, th- I'm like, I think that's Art Garfunkel. So I start making, walking towards him, and I didn't tip off these other people at all because I was like, fuck that, I'm just. And as I get about 15 feet from him, he turns to me and he says, he says, um, he goes, "You waited all this time," and I said, <laughs> "I sure did." And he said, he said, "Come over here," Aww. and I was just like. And he had like a very sweet way of talking on stage too. And that's exactly yeah. how he talked in person. And um, he, and he said, you have to excuse me. I'm, I'm a little bit drunk. <laughs> and then he took my arms, asked me my name, signed. I, I was just. Felt you up a little bit. Yeah. I was, I was fawning all over him a little bit, telling him what a big fan, mm-hmm. you know, how much his music meant, the music means to me. And he was like, he goes, I can tell you're a true fan because you're saying all the right things. Uh, and, and I actually, you know. I could have probably just talked to him for like 15 minutes. He was in no rush to get in the car, but you know, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want it to be, I could probably got a selfie with him. I could have done all that stuff, but I just, uh, it was just long enough. And I said, I have to shake your hand before I go. And he said, absolutely. (laughs) And, um, and I told him his, I go, your voice, it is back. It was fantastic. He says, thanks. It was a long road. And I appreciate that. And then, uh, and then I left. And as I walked by the, the three other guys, I just gave him like the thumb. I'm like, get back there. 
And they're like, what? He's back. And then they ran back there. So I didn't have like, there was no one like around me. Oh, you had a one-on-one. Yeah, I had a one-on-one. That's great. And it was like an hour and a half after the show. Yeah, yeah. It was an hour and a half after the show. But he was obviously in there boozing up. Yeah, no. And you brought out some solo album that I had never seen before. Yeah, Scissors Cut. It's a black and white album cover. It just has his face on it. And a big fro. Big giant fro. fro. I miss that fro. And he wrote, wrote, Pat, yours truly, Art Garfunkel. Oh, wow. Yeah, because he asked me my name too. So, um, yeah, it was pretty great. So, uh, I just, uh, went to a concert last night at the Fonda, Leon Bridges, young hot act out of, uh, Fort Worth, Texas. And he's a like a retro kind of very Sam Cooke, mm-hmm. old, like 60s soul kind of guy yeah. and, uh, killing it. Sold out two nights, like almost immediately at the Fonda. And then he's going to be back in March at the Wiltern. Rocktober has moved right into yeah. November. Yeah. Slowvember, as I call it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is with these it's slow. A little Slowvember. Garfunkel? Saw, sure. And you saw Patty Griffin? Yeah, I did. She sounded amazing, too. And I knew no songs that yeah. she was doing. And still loved it. That's good. Loved it. Yeah. It's, it's a good month so far. Did you did you get to meet this gentleman you saw just last night? No, no, I didn't. Because I know you were, with a, you were with a friend of his? No, 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 no. Someone who knew... That, no, I knew the, at Patty Griffin, mm-hmm. there was a, a girl that I knew who knew the opening act for Patty Griffin. They were like three guys she went to college with who I cannot remember their names. Do you know, I think, I think Patty Griffin is married. I could be wrong. I could be getting it screwed up. I think she's married or else, but, or else they live together. Um, Robert Plant. No, no. Yes, yes. This is her. You're kidding. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm totally not kidding. Um, Google Patty Griffin and Robert Plant. I'm right here. She had an amazing, uh, she has an amazing voice. Um, well, not, not, not anymore. What? Griffin has recently parted with Plant after a long relationship. They oh. lived together and divided their time between Austin, Texas, and England. Yeah. So. Now we got know. newfound respect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was great. She was great. And before we get to this uh, great topic, great topic, so two fun. hit blunder, which was your idea. I had a lot of fun doing it. We lost a uh, we lost a giant this week, and uh, passed away. Rock in peace, Alan Toussaint. Yeah, who if uh, you've never seen or you don't know his name, Google Alan Toussaint. And you see how much stuff he's written, and uh, so many people covered his songs. Mm-hmm. But I brought one that was my favorite cover of his. That, so you want to play a little bit of yeah, it? Yeah, I just brought one as a, as a tribute. Okay, let's play a so little bit. That's my first song. Again, this was... Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, because I know the name, but I don't know... You will know this song. Uh, this was recorded in New Orleans. He's like a New Orleans legend. Mm-hmm. And in the early 70s, one of the big fans of New Orleans Sound was Robert Palmer. And he went and recorded Sneakin' Sally Through the oh. Alley. And this was an Alan Toussaint song. This is one of Christie's favorites. I love this song. Trying to keep her out of sight. But this is Robert Palmer's version. Yeah. Art Neville and the Meters, backup band. I should have played this on the funk episode. She lets me use the car. She said, if you can't find nothing wrong with So there you go. Lowell George on guitar from Little Feet. It was yep. a kick-ass band, man. We had a, um, his daughter, Inara George, was on the show. Oh, right. Yeah. That was, oh, I didn't know that was his daughter. Yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, man. And uh, Jackson Brown, um, 
wrote a song for her that's on his um, holdout album called uh, "Of Missing Persons." Oh, cool! It's pretty cool. Well, there you go. Rock and peace, Alan Toussaint. Okay, so let me explain this. Uh, let me explain this category tonight. Uh, the topic is two hit blunder, and um, we all know what a one hit wonder is. But I was wondering. Hmm. I was I was <laughs> I was wondering. Okay, so they had this song that went to number one. What was what was the next single, and why didn't that? do anything or maybe it did but uh it probably didn't because they were one hit wonder <laughs> right. so what we're gonna do tonight is we're gonna we're gonna play well we got a bunch of songs we're gonna play you what the hit was and then we'll play what the um what the what the, what blunder, the blunder what the blunder was and i even the follow have, up the I follow even, up uh, the follow-up i even have information about where the how high the one hit charted and how low the blunder charted. oh wow so you went way deep i went for crazy me. yeah this was a lot of usually it's not it's not a lot of homework but this was this, this kind of was, was a little bit yeah because you had to finding these second songs was proved difficult <laughs> i think we both have some songs that we ripped uh from uh youtube because they're just they weren't on i iTunes, couldn't find them or i couldn't find them. anywhere else i call it itunes <laughs> itunes i like it uh do you want to go first Okay, I'll start. Uh, when when you ever see a list of 70s one-hit wonders, this one always comes up on the list. It's our friend Terry Jacks. Was that one you brought? Did you bring this one? No, it just didn't. It just not made my list. Okay, and his hit was, and Kyle? We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Okay, we know, we know what that but, was. But I know, I know uh, from researching it, because it's almost made my list, that that went to number one. That was number one across the board. Yes. In Canada, in the UK, maybe, also. Um, that was 1974. This was the follow-up. It was a song called If You Go Away, and, and judge for yourself why this didn't make it. And our hearts were high And the day was young Let's get to that chorus though. And the moon stood still for the night birds song. If you go away, if you go away, if you go away. Don't you just want to shake this guy? To wake up! Man up, you pussy. That went to number that went to number 68. <laughs> it went that high. Yeah, so let me tell you. That is not good. Uh, I, I'm the looking, song, the number is none of it's good. That's a lot of first listens. I'm yeah. looking at a, I'm looking at a list of his singles. The single that came out before Seasons in the Sun peaked at number one sixteen. Peaked. Yes, and now from that, Seasons in the Sun goes number one. One huge. And then he goes. Then his next three singles, it's number sixty eight. Number ninety-seven, number one hundred six. I mean, so just <laughs> and then he disappeared off the face of the earth. That was number one in Canada, and the U.S. and the U.K. Yeah. It was massive. It, it was, was massive. massive. And that was like all the stars aligned and Terry Jacks for one moment. In he's on every TV show. He's on everything. the midnight special. He's on top yes. of the pops. He's doing everything. Probably the tonight show. I mean, would you, would you want that and then have the rug completely pulled so far out or just have a long, steady kind yeah. of like yeah, I cult think, following? I don't know. Yeah. But would you, what I'm saying was, would you want that? one glimmer of success or not have it because it because the downfall was so quick. Yeah, That's I don't tough. Hmm. I mean, yeah. I guess Kyle, you know Seasons in the Sun, right? Yeah. We'll see there. It it stands the test of time. I don't know if they did he get rich off that one song? I don't know. A lot of them say, you know, better be a one hit wonder than a no hit nobody. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Than a no, no hit, hit blunder. No hit blunder. So there you go. Terry Jacks. All right. That was a good start. I like it. Um, <laughs> we're going to go to uh, a band called the Ides of March. Oh, yeah. Vehicle? Uh, their hit was Vehicle off the album Vehicle. And let's hear some of Vehicle. 
Also, listen to these ly- lyrics. The Dan. That's a pedophile. Yeah, oh yeah. Pictures, candy. You know this song, Kyle? Hold on, maybe you know. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay, that's the Ides of March with vehicle. Who I always I, thought that was either blood, sweat, and tears or yeah. Chicago. Yeah, I also n- never knew that that was the name of the song. Vehicle, vehicle. Yeah, I, I know. If you were like, "What's that song?" I'd be like, "I don't know." What's I think that? it's called "Friendly Stranger" in the Black Sedan. <laughs> that peep, that song peaked at number two. Okay, now their follow-up single, and wait to hear the lazy songwriting on the on the lyrics, <laughs> the opening lyrics of this thing. The song is called Superman. Okay. Okay. Listen. Listen to this. They're trying to write like the Spider-Man theme. But it's the same music too from Vehicle almost. <laughs> and he just go, I love ya, I need ya, I want to be your Superman. Wow. I'm your vehicle and I'm your Superman. So that that piece of crap, uh, that went to number 64. Oh man. I did notice that a lot of these that they're either like way different. Or they're or exactly, exactly the, same. the same, and people were just like, "Yeah, we we it's the same thing." Yeah, but it almost makes me think if it's if it's almost exactly the same, wouldn't you go, "Yeah, yeah, I like that." Yeah. I mean, you could Kyle said it many times. You could easily say ACDC song that's all true, sound the same, and people love that. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Superman able to leap tall buildings I'm in a single cool. bound. <laughs> that guy, they, it was like they just read I a mean, comic. <laughs> Jimmy Olsen is in trouble. <laughs> no, it's Lane. Look out! Why didn't um they had to get that, that's enough. Uh, that's enough plagiarism that that whoever wrote those lines <laughs> should have gotten some songwriting credit on that thing. It's a bird. It's, it's a, a plane. plane. It's a Superman. <laughs> I'll take you anywhere you want to go. So t- I don't need a vehicle because I can fly. I'm Superman. <laughs> I got the candy. I'm a- do, you think, do you think it's about him? Um, I got kryptonite. Getting the, uh, getting the pedophile. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Vehicle. Maybe this. Yeah, maybe. I'm Superman going after that stranger in the black city. <laughs> The uh, you know, a so piece of trivia, you know who plays uh, keyboards on the road now, still with the Ides of March? Uh, Jim Peterick? You might be Facebook friends with him. He used to play <laughs> keyboards at the old funny firm, Scott May. Wow, really? I'm Facebook friends with him, and he posts stuff on the road. He still with the Ides of March. It, was he always with them, or is he just... I don't believe so. Ask them if they play Superman. Are there any... Oh, uh, I mean, what else are they playing? <laughs> They're going to play an hour and a half of a uh, vehicle? vehicle? Kyle, this is their number. This is their second single. Yeah. <laughs> it went as high as 64. They never had another charting hit that I know yeah. of. Yeah. Every so often, they, they'll post they, something. They, still they on could. tour with the Ides. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. What is the Ides of March? It's the, it's it's the, the middle of the month. Yeah. The middle of the month. It used to be... Beware the Ides the day, of March, like, right? The oh. Ides was the middle of the month. Oh. That was like some... I don't know. What if that's the only time that they only tour during the first the yeah. two middle weeks? Of hey, March. we only do twelve dates a year. <laughs> Come <laughs> on, are, see us. Those are two good blunders so far. Yeah, what's up for the, you? The Ides in, is the day in the Roman calendar that marked the approximate middle of the month. All right, oh, there you go. very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, my next is something from the nineties, early two thousands. No, nineties. Yeah. Uh, this is a band uh, you would know the hit. This is the New Radicals. <laughs> yeah.
Okay, that was the hit. You now get I, what you give. Now, I want to tell you, though, because this almost made my list, but then when I went to the numbers... It went a little higher. This one did not this, do badly. You get what you give only only went as high as number 36. No. Yeah, it's a top 40 hit, but that's as high as it went in the U.S. Okay. It was a hit, though. I, I always think well, of yeah, that song I, as like being a kid like le- like leaving college at the yeah. end of like a national lampoon movie and then it would just like fade to black wow that's still But planned. then but they had the alternative charts yeah. then how yeah. did how high did it go on the alternative um, chart It doesn't it doesn't have that listed on uh, on Wikipedia but I will say um I feel that is a hit, but I, only because the charting wasn't high is why it didn't make my list. Okay, it wasn't but a think, number 1 by I, any means. Yeah, no, no. But I, I but, and I was also surprised What year that, was that too, but That was uh, 98. 98. Okay, so Might have been the bucket hat. <laughs> Maybe it was. They only have one album too. One album, and this is uh, this was the follow up to that. This is called "Someday We'll Know," and you might even recognize. This. I love this song. Yeah. So that wasn't that wasn't a complete blunder. That didn't chart it all. No, it's a great song. But um, I think it's been done. I think by uh, I think Holland Oates did a version of Holland Oates did it. I'm going to play a little bit of it. Oh yeah, I figured you. Would. They uh, and and they also uh, Todd Rundgren sings on it with him. So it's Hall Oates and Rundgren. Oh wow! And this is uh, I, I love this version of this song so much. So here we go. Let me get in the mix. It was also covered by the band America. Oh wow! Wow. Does anybody know who to There's Oats. There's Oats. I like this version. Yeah, it's really good. So anyway, these were. I can't really give it a blunder, but one of the reasons why they completely disappeared, I believe, it was right around the time the lead singer, whoever, and the main guy in the band said basically that they he didn't want to be a star, didn't want any part of it, and wanted to disband it. He wanted to quit. And so the record company went, well, we're not going to promote this. <laughs> well, then yeah. fuck you. Yeah. And uh, he disappeared, uh, apparently, like he wanted to. I wonder how that album is. I mm. like those two songs. Yeah. I haven't heard the, anything else off the album, but those two songs are good. Yeah. And you know who was in the child actress, Danielle Brisboys, was part of the band. Oh, she was in, uh, was that Archie's family? Yeah, she was, uh, she uh, was on... Um, Archie Bunker's Place. Yeah, and she was also, in, she also played Molly in a Broadway production of Annie. Oh, sure. Yeah. And it says here, okay, so he didn't want stardom, but he co-penned songs for the film Begin Again, including Lost Stars, which was nominated for Academy Award for Best Song in wow. 2015. This guy has some talent. He must not I mean, want... He just didn't want to play the game, I don't think. So. so what does a guy like that do? He obviously had some talent. <laughs> Goes to you know, Pac Sun buys a new bucket hat. <laughs> I hope he's not. A, he's probably serving me one of these uh, red Satan cups at a Starbucks. <laughs> hey, they're they're trying to take down Christmas. Yeah. All right. Uh, what am I going to say? Oh, it's my turn. Okay. It's your turn. Um, Kyle, just play this next song, uh, and we'll all know this song. Everyone will know it. What's your name, baby? Free. Maybe yes. Great song. Let's move they raise the it's Paul Rogers on vocal. 
So that's Paul free. Rogers and that's free, free yeah. from 1970. That went to number four. Now the follow-up single is a song called "The Stealer." Okay, this is. Rhyming. It's lazier than Superman. Yeah. That's the chorus? That's it? Does this go anywhere or is this like three minutes of this? No, that's it. Dun, 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 I don't dun, like dun, stuff dun, like dun, that. Dun, I, dun, I do dun. not like that at yeah, all. That, that went nowhere. That went to number 49. So not even top 40. That's when you realize, oh, a hook helps. I mm, mean... Something people want to sing to? There there couldn't be two more different songs than <laughs> All Right Now and The Stealer. That is... Those are so far away from each other. Is that when Paul went, you know, I'm going to look for a new band. Yeah, we're going to go to... <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take uh, this one guy with me and we're going to go form Bad Company. Oh, was it one of the other guys that you took? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh, took, okay. uh, I think Mick Ralphs was maybe in uh, in Free. How you want to look that up? You want me to look Bad Co. Bad that Co. was a good band. He has a great voice. I he love his a, voice. He does have a great voice. But yeah, that was a uh, that, that was a stink bomb. That one. <laughs> was a Who did you say you thought it was? Uh, Mick Ralphs. No. Simon Kirk. Simon Kirk. Simon Kirk was a drummer for free. Father of Jemima Kirk yep, on from, from uh, Girls. Girls. The show that Mike... And Jemima. That I hate watch every <laughs> you week. You hate watch it every week. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the fourth season better than second and third season. <laughs> That's a whole different show. <laughs> okay, you're up. Okay, this one's right in Pat's wheelhouse. Oh, boy. This is from the 80s. Big oh, hair. Oh, boy. This is Mr. Big. Play the hit here. Come on, baby. Come on over. Let me be the Eric one Martin. I could probably get Eric Martin on this. Show. Oh, sure. Okay, well, there was the big hit. Uh, that went to number one, I believe, to be with you mm -hmm. by Mr. Big. And this was the follow up. This is Just Take My Heart. They were just trying to like make a ballad that was a hit. Yeah. This is Now I'm gonna tell you though, Mike. Uh, okay, it wasn't. What, did just it, take it, my heart went to number sixteen. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. Come on, really? It did. It went to number sixteen. That's not. That's a hit. That's almost like when it's they can't. 20. When they can't get. It was just an more of the same. It was, it was more of the same. And, See, I didn't and remember it. I didn't remember that one at all. Yeah. Did you? Did you do your homework? That's like when they you can't know, get an actual ballad. They I like have that someone write that. I do like that you're playing ballad. songs that aren't just uh, 60s and 70s, though. No, it was. Yeah, that wasn't. Oh, okay. All right. All right. My next song is a song that Mike, you played. You didn't think it was. A, you liked that song then? Just take my heart. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't dislike it. And, and do I, did I like it? More? Well, I don't know their did other I, stuff. They, they got to have more than two ballads. I mean, they were oh, like a rock band. They, oh, give me the thing. Okay. <laughs> no, Mr. Big, 
I mean, they have amazing. It was Billy Sheehan, you know, Mr. They Johnny have, Bass they guy. They have amazing players in that band. And uh, yeah, if you want to hear it here, I'll play something. But I think it was just one of those things that the only way they thought they were going to appeal. That right. was the quickest way to. Here, I'll they play, were like, uh, you know. I'll play something that rocks from, from just from 2011. They, they use that to fill out like a buzz ballad CD. Yeah. And they sell yeah. late at night. Uh, okay. So this is a song from 2011. This is called Undertow. And this rocks. Well, then if you, but they couldn't get a, uh, a fast one on, on the charts. Probably not back then. Everything was power balance. Let's hear the voice. She said she couldn't do it if she tried. <laughs> she never tried. <laughs> she never tried. It's running through her veins like cyanide. Now, like if I a, got that one like wrong, then which one, uh, which one sunk them then you think? Um, I think they were big. I think they were big in Japan. I think that's where they were big. <laughs> <laughs> which one they were sunk Mr. Them? Big in Japan. See. Let me see. I'll tell you what sunk them. That maybe I got the wrong blunder then. No, you're, I mean, no, I mean, uh, the next song was they did a cover of Wild World, uh, the Cat yeah, Stevens song. That went to 27. So that's still top 40. I didn't, I didn't count any covers, by the way. Good. Like on any of these. All right, cool. Okay. Well, uh, well I'm yeah, very, prou- very proud of you, Mike. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, my next song is, uh, uh, first of all, I think, Mike, you just played this in one of our last few shows. Oh. But uh, let's, uh, let's play this song by R. Dean Taylor. Oh, yeah. Indiana, Indiana wants me. Wants me. Lord, I can't go back there. Indiana wants me. Lord, I can't go back there. I wish I could you to talk to. Talk to. Now, that was, uh, that was a top five hit. So huge. Let, so let's follow it up. 71, with, maybe? Um... It sure. says 1970, but I don't, know. Yeah, okay, it, it, I don't think it is 70 though. I think it's, um, I don't think it is in the year. Se- I'm, this, what I'm saying is I think this, yeah, could, I got it. No, I think it is 70. Yeah, it could be. I know it was very early. In the- I don't know when the follow-up came out. It had to be a year later, but this is a song called ain't it a sad thing. Okay. Big brown tin can, in the black sand. Did the Brady so, Bunch sing that too? I, know. I think. Uh, wow, well, that, that was that was strong enough follow-up single, Mike, to peak at number sixty-six. <laughs> That's a stinker. <laughs> Down by he, the river where the green grass grows, grows. Oh, I'm your vehicle, boy. baby. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's where the vehicle's parked down yeah. by the river. Yeah. Where the green grass grows. Pick up that, the children. That's where Matt Foley lives. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that back then or if this is like now, I singles, did they really, maybe singles are more important now because nobody buys full albums. Now, maybe. We, now they just try, I think, especially pop stuff is like an album of singles. Or right. They try and force it like it. It, Katy Perry every time she or like or even mm-hmm. Taylor Swift they're like seven singles yeah, yes yeah. it's like even, most of the album but back right. then like in the 70s if you could even put out an album they probably would sign you 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 wouldn't just get a one album deal right? No, you would get three get two or three yeah and then if that first one okay no we sold a lot of this first one yeah and then that second one if it does nothing 
Well, for example, you're dead, right? The, or did he- that the we played on the vinyl episode? Christy played a song by Fastway. They had three or four. Oh, I love that. So, they, say yeah, what you will, say right? What you will. They had three or four albums on whatever the label, Columbia, at the time. So I mean, yeah, Fastway got signed. They got signed. We know one song, and they got three or four albums. And one thing you guys didn't bring up that I wanted to say, you, the trivia about uh, Fastway, you know where the singer is now? Dave uh, King, I um, think his name I, is? Uh, the Flogging Molly. He is the, yeah, Flogging Molly. He is the lead singer. Yeah, you guys didn't mention that on the show. No, because I don't think I knew it at the time. I think yeah. I, someone told me that after the fact. I want to do a show where we, um, where we, where, where whatever's on the chart right that week, we play the top 20 and just listen to what's out there right now and, <laughs> oh, and that just would be, talk about I mean, it. You, if you think if you think ACDC's catalog is different, the top 20 makes ACDC look like queen. I just, I just I know. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, the same thing. So it's just like, you, you just, yeah. But I think it would be fun to just sit there and go, and, and we'll what have, the we'll, hell is we'll have this? like three people, we'll have oh. Kyle and we'll have you and, and another, and we'll all listen because I just think it'll be, I bet it'd be a good end of the year show. No. Okay, well, end of the year, we're going to bring in the songs. Uh, the new ones of the year, yeah. Yeah, right, man. Um, Am I up? You're up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. This is an 80s, smack dab in the 80s, Billboard Top 100 of 1986. It was not a number one hit, but uh, this was a, it was a big hit. This was a group called Baltimore, and this is Tarzan Boy. And if you got to see this video, yeah, this went to number 13 in the U.S. That's a hit. This video may be the cheapest video you've ever seen. It's like green screen, bad. Oh, it's, and he's got like a 10 by 10 square to move around in. And he's wearing this horrible makeup. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. This was the follow up. And this, I don't think even approached the charts. No. This is Woody Boogie. <laughs> Here's the chorus. Woody, Woody. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Was this written about my cock or Woody Harrelson? Woody, Woody. Or Woodpecker? That's fucking terrible. <laughs> That's fucking terrible in any era. It's the Woody Boogie, man. Come on. It's awful. I mean, what year? Woody, Woody Boogie. Woody. Woody. What year is it? If that was the first song ever made, people would still hate it. People would not have, there would not be music anymore. (laughs) Woody, get down tonight. Then uh, after. We're on the go. Oh, Oh, yeah, they bring it back. They bring it. God, they have a song called Kiki Karimba. And they have a song called Jukebox Boy. So they went to, hey, we got Tarzan Boy. What else can a boy be? Look at the Jukebox Boy. Jukebox boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, you dissing Baltimore, man? Here's a, here's a song. Here's a song that still gets played on the radio today. This is from 2005. This was a number one single. This was a, this was a gigantic song. 2005. So, uh, yeah. So okay. let's hear from Daniel Powder. Oh. Yeah. And I like this song. It's Had a bad day, right? Yeah. How many commercials is this in? I, oh, this guy's definitely got mailbox money. Oh, yeah. If he wrote it. Because you had a bad day. You take it one down. You sing a sad song just to turn it around. You said you don't know. Okay, so. Now I'm fascinated because I never, we, nobody ever heard from this guy again. No. 
And he's had he's had like many albums after this, but just no no hits. Uh, Kyle, do you like that song? Because I don't. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't mind I, that song. I don't mind that song no, at all. No. Okay, so uh, that went to number one. The follow up did not chart at all. It, no, didn't make no hundred. No, <laughs> and it is a song called Free, F R E E Loop, Loop Free Loop. I don't think that's a bad song at all. I don't think it's any worse than it's a lot of more of the same, but it's I mean more it's more of the same. But why every everyone who purchased Bad Day, and that must have been a a, a, a big download song because no, sure. 2005. Was this on the same album? Yes. How I, why didn't that I think Bad Day has like a little has a little, little bit of a hook. Like a little catchy mm-hmm. hook. And mm-hmm. this just kind of is like I think that was a bad call releasing that as the second thing. Okay. Because well, I'm sure there's be another right. song on the album that has a little bit more of a hook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, unless it sounded too similar and they were trying to go. A little I'm starting to think thing. of like a, a bunch of others from yeah. the '90s. <laughs> the single, the Dido. single, the or single. Remember Dido? Whatever happened to her? I don't know. The uh, Bad Day, the single, is three times platinum. So three million singles of that. Man. And then he, you know, the, just. It's just nothing. That's what I'm saying. People just bought the one song on iTunes and he, just he, he did write it though. He was the sole writer. Good for him. That. Yeah. So he's got that. But uh, yeah, it's just weird. <laughs> that was one of the first ones that I thought of when I was doing this. I'm like, oh yeah, that bad day song. There's nothing after that. <laughs> That's a good call. That was a good one. Yeah, uh, so didn't even so, make the. What's well, sorry? I was. I had some Dido news. Oh, Dido. Oh, oh, here we go. So Dido. Her birth name is Florian. Dido news. Her birth name. Her birth name is Florian Cloud de Bonneville Armstrong. Of course never, it is. I never want to meet her. <laughs> of course it is. Um, and then here's her. Here's her. I only remembered her because I saw her live at the Irvine Amphitheater, which is a big outdoor shed. Mm-hmm. And it was on a group. <clears throat> and she was closing it, which I what? knew because it was a bunch of other bands. Who was opening? Daniel Powell? I can't remember the other <laughs> ones, but I know they were. They, she should not have gone last because that... She needed an intimate room. It was just one woman standing there singing. All right. So so she released a greatest hits album in 2013. What? But um she has co-written a bunch of songs, so she has some mailbox money. She co-wrote uh Britney Spears worldwide number one hit, I'm not a girl. Oh, there you go. Uh not a woman yet or not yet a woman. What was her hit, Dido? I can't even remember now. Um, Sounds too much like dildo. <laughs> <laughs> The record company's like, you know what? Take that L out yeah. of there. Yeah. No, no, I'm Dildo. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me One see. One of her other four it's, names. Is it D-I-D-O? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was her hit? Um, is it, was it on this first one? This is good radio. Um, yeah, no kidding. It's fine. Well, here here with me. Here with me, was that it? Um, maybe. I'd have to hear it. <laughs> I don't know the name of it. I'm looking but, up this. Here with me went to... Uh, went to Jeez, that here with me went to number one hundred and eight. Oh no, that wasn't it then. Girl who got away. No, that's from two thousand three. Thank you went to number three, but I don't know that. That's got to be it. That's it. <clears throat> anyway, I don't, I don't know any of these. I don't know anything about. So that was just one of those things. I don't know anything about dildos. Yeah, how did it go? That's what I'm curious. Hold on, we gotta wait for this ad. Oh, an ad to load. YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just remember being in that outdoor concert and just going. Dido seven cents. We still waiting? Yeah, it's 15 seconds long. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm sorry I brought it up. I'm really, I'm sorry. I went off track. I can't wait to hear your next pick. Oh, Oh, yeah, I know this. Now try, no sweet voice, but filling an entire shed. I mean, a big outdoors. What's this called? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, this went to number three. Yeah. I want to thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I got it. That could, that could go. We could have done. They could figure out that. what her file up was. Well, we go. We, yeah, we go to. Uh, she goes maybe in the ring against Led Zeppelin. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> How about no thank you? No thank you. <laughs> Boom. All right, am I up? Yeah. I don't remember. Okay, this yeah, is. I, a, did, I did a whole Daniel Powder thing. <laughs> that's true. We're going to get a whole powder chunk. Yeah. Uh, we're going to the mid-90s here. This is a big dance hit. Huge. This is D-Light. We all know how that went. Well, this was the other hit. Well, hit is a strong word. This is their follow-up anyway. This is called Power of Love. Don't need money. Yeah, that went to number 47. Yeah, but it's just not as catchy. No, as Gro- the Groove is in the Heart went to number four. Put yeah. that in the Number one on the dance charts. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure that went, how high did this follow-up go on the dance chart? It went to number one also. It did go into number one. On the there. dance chart. Okay, yeah, that's what they count. Those you people, would only hear, I think the, the, the Butabi yeah, brothers yeah. should be dancing the to The people that. on the dance floor <laughs> don't really care about music. They just care no, about... They get the beat. Yeah, they want to snort cocaine off Fair Fawcett's tits. In 1977. Yeah, whatever. Whenever they do it. <laughs> um, that was D-Light. That God knows where one. they are. That's a good one. Here's one from 1976, Kyle. I think we're all going to know this song. Just drop a needle on uh, this. Oh, sure. This is Argent? Yep. Oh, oh man. I... Band came into existence. <laughs> Do you know that song, Kyle? Yeah. That band came into existence from the guys that left the zombies and they formed Argus. Oh, okay. Um, so now that uh, that song, Hold Your Head Up, went to number five. And then ah! <laughs> I like your version, just not three times. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then they follow it up with a song called Tragedy. Ooh, get a little funky. The real tragedy is that song did not chart. No <laughs> record of that chart. No record of that. Now, they, those songs don't even sound like the same band, no. really. Hold your head up. Hold is your great. head up. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that one. Tragedy? Yeah, a, tragedy. A stinker. Man. I don't even remember. I, I just heard it. Can't remember how it went. Yeah, that's a stinker. <laughs> We ever find out what happened to those guys? Is there a follow-up? Well, the zombies are back on tour. Oh, they are? Yeah. yeah. Okay. They just played the Saban Theater. Really? Yeah. Oof. 
I gotta say, uh, Garfunkel sold that baby out. The will turn. He did. Remember the guy who asked us, "Hey, you guys got?" Uh- oh my God! This is. <laughs> let me tell it. This is hysterical. I mean, Mike is so angry at this guy. We're standing outside, and we're standing underneath the marquee, which is huge, which it's is a huge, giant marquee, and it says Art Garfunkel, and then underneath, sold out. And there's a line around the block to get in, <laughs> and a guy walks up to us and says, "Uh, is the is show sold out tonight?" <laughs> and you are so you go you go yeah marquee's right above you <laughs> sold out on it i mean just you yelled at the guy it was and i didn't yell at the guy. you were, it was i it, you were so angry at this guy <laughs> sold out kind of it was like everything else was in black sold outs in red I mean, I mean, you couldn't miss it you you almost wanted to say how dumb are you <laughs> i mean and then you look down he has a white cane <laughs> but yeah it was uh it was so come on you Look up, idiot! Look up. That's what so we said. stupid, <laughs> so dumb. Well, All right, I'm gonna. Uh, my next song yeah. is a uh, lift your head up. Oh, <laughs> it's sold out! <laughs> it's sold out. This is a song I absolutely hate with every fiber of my being. Even though it's a hit, it is a huge hit, and it's in every redneck asshole bar. <laughs> Around the country, <laughs> and every girl sings along with it. Oh, this no. is for non blondes. Okay, I can't. That's all I can do. That song is called What's Up. What's Up? Because if they called it What's Going On, uh, Marvin Gaye's family would have sued him. This is from Bigger, Better, Faster, More. Awful. And that is, uh, that's Linda Perry. Whose voice, I think it's her voice that I really, really can't stand. And and if she's not shouting, she's yodeling. She doesn't sound any better than anyone in the redneck bars. (laughs) No, exactly. (laughs) And this was the follow-up. It was a song called Spaceman. (laughs) What's up, Spaceman? Bring me down. <laughs> Shouldn't you yell at the top of your lungs soon? Yes. <laughs> oh, wait, here it comes. And I see what I see. A new world is over me. So I'll reach oh, you gotta get to the chorus. But... Oh, yeah. Did she say Rocket Man? Ugh. Awful, awful. I hate her. That um, that album went uh, platinum in the mm. U.S. She's got a platinum album hanging up somewhere now. Oh, Linda Perry and, about, and just uh, and the video with her with that stupid giant hat, <laughs> Mad Hatter hat with the goggles and, on it and, and, and the just, ring, ring in her nose uh, ring. She's married to a Sarah Gilbert. Who? Sarah Gilbert. Oh, really? Uh, from uh, from the Roseanne. She's a show. very successful producer and writer. And, and songwriter. Yeah, she's because uh, I don't think Four Non Blondes even exists anymore. No, no. But her yeah, uh, written, going behind the console. Best day of my life. Yeah, I think she. I think she <laughs> co-wrote. Um, what's she's done a lot of stuff? What's the um, What's the Christina Aguilera song? Um, it's not called Beautiful, is it? Oh yeah. Yeah, is that uh, her? Yeah, she co-wrote that. Oh yeah, she's co-written so many songs. No, she's done a ton of Pink. stuff. Yeah, she's done a lot of stuff. I'm not saying she's not talented, but no, I, just as, I like hate her voice. I just don't like. And it was right smack dab and all that Lilith Fair uh, oh, thing, and they were just fr- getting those chicks. Man, it's frightening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she even worked. She's worked with Cheap Trick. She uh, produced and co-wrote a song called "Perfect Stranger," which I really love. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go with. Uh, I never found out how far far Spaceman got, but it was not big. 
Um, oh, I, I, yeah, I just looked. Let me see. I can tell you right now. Did it make it to space? Uh, <laughs> did not chart. Oh, mm. ouch. Did not chart. Zing. Yeah. Challenger. Went, went to 53 in the UK, but yeah. here, no. No. Blew up on the tarmac. Yep. <laughs> um, okay, let's just pl- get right into this one. This is a, this is a, an actor who sings, and she had a number one hit with this. Well, he got mad saw red and Andy said boy don't you lose your head cause to tell you the truth then she said mama that was her right yep. that's a night that the lights went out in Georgia it's Vicki Lawrence yep. right? that's a night that they now the first line the line that we first heard he the guy he his, his best friend it says in the lyric you know his best friend brings him into the bar I'm just making up this <laughs> later but he's telling his best friend Hey, your wife's been, you know, shacking up with this dude. And he goes, but don't be mad because to tell you the truth, I've been with her myself. <laughs> this guy's this guy's having a horrible night. His best friend just said, hey, I banged your lady. And now this guy. And then that guy went back home and said, hey, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go. And he sang like that. Yeah, and the guy hey, 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 and his wife and, and her lover jumped out of bed like cats. <laughs> Um, so that went to number one. That was everywhere. I think she even sang it on the Carol Burnett show. Oh, probably. Yeah. So then she followed it up with a song called Mama's Family. He did a song called Eunice. He (laughs) did with me. He did with me. He did with me. Okay. Vicki Lawrence. Never heard this. Walking down the street for all the world to see. And if it seems you walk on air, who wouldn't be You're closer to your brand new love With every step you take And I can almost tell you Every little move he'll make Does he hold you till you're sleeping softly every night? Does he wake you with a kiss It's awful. Gotta get to the... Oh, he did with me. Yeah. Basically saying, uh, what's my pussy taste like? Hey, slo- <laughs> How's that sloppy seconds? <laughs> oh, oh, that's not good. They, that, wouldn't, they didn't even let her sing that in the dressing room. No, nope, no. Not even. They didn't even let her on the lot that week. <laughs> that went to number 75. Ooh. <laughs> From that's, number one to 75. That's the night the lights went out on the singing career. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Oh man, how do you go through the out? That was the be- that was the second best song on her album. That, yeah, <laughs> tell you. Uh, my next one is like uh, I, I realized I just put two right back together, uh, right from the same era, same Lilith Fair era. This was one that I played in my three month stint as a uh, VJ. I mm-hmm. played this one almost every day because it was on the top ten countdown. This was Meredith Brooks with oh. Bitch, and I got to say Bitch every day. Yeah. It was great. Never liked this song. Yeah. Understand how you'd be so confused. I don't envy you. I'm a little bit of everything. I'll roll into one. I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. I'm a child. I'm a mother. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. All right. That's like another white trash like, staple. 
This was like after Alanis Morissette hit big. So oh, yeah, it was, was like, everything. You know what, man? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be a ballsy broad. Sarah McLaughlin <laughs> got in there, yeah. and it was the, it was the whole uh-huh. deal. That yep. was the time. Jewel, Jewel was big. Jewel was the- there. Bitch went to number two. That could that could go in the ring against the Rolling Stones. Yeah, <laughs> the Stones would kill her. And uh, this was a follow up. This was called What Would Happen. You might have to turn this up because this is a crappy uh, YouTube. Even make sense of this. You speak and I don't hear a word What would happen if we kissed? Could your tongue slip past my lips? Yes. Would you run away? Would you stay? Or would I bump into you? Not tonight See, that was just something I think, yeah. you know, you can't compete with somebody they no. just like to sing bitch yeah bitch i'm a bitch and everybody would go around and go i'm a bitch yeah what would happen if we kissed and ask you hey how's your friend's pussy today no that went to 46 bitch, 46 number two and what would happen 46 and then nothing and then zip zippity doodah meredith brooks ladies wow. and gentlemen i didn't she, i mean look, look i didn't think i didn't even find her like that attractive either was she attractive yeah yeah she was okay i found her very hot <laughs> found her to be very sexy I kind of don't remember which. I think she was a head black hair. I don't know. But yeah, that was one right. one video I introduced. Uh, man, a lot. A lot. Now, my next song, we're going to play the hit first and listen to these lyrics because this song would never, ever get any radio airplay today. These lyrics are so... When I hear these, I, these are crazy to <laughs> okay. me. So turn it up before you start it, Kyle. She was black. Oh. Louis, Louis, black Louis. as the night. Racial. <laughs> danger, danger when you taste brown sugar. There's a danger. Nothing bad, it was good. Louis had the basket good. Turn it down. Louis, 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 Louis. That's Brother Louis by Stories. That was a number. Stories? Stories. I, boy, I never really knew. Uh, lead singer was Ian Lloyd, who um, he sings background vocals on all the Foreigner hits. On oh, all really? All the Foreigner albums, yeah. Um, I don't know uh, I don't know much about the band, but uh, that was a number one single. And they followed that up with, uh, this is this is, the, this is called Mammy Blue. <laughs> no. Yeah. Is it terrible or is it okay? I think it's just okay. I think the title kills it for me. Mammy Blue. Mammy Blue, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was strong enough to go to number 50. (laughs) After your number one single. Chew on number 50. Yeah, Black is the Night, and then you go Mammy Blue. Yeah. And Mammy, that's like Mammy. Yeah. Yeah, Al Jolson coming How I love you. How I love you. (laughs) That, uh, she was black as the night. Louis was whiter than white. (laughs) And then tasting brown sugar. It's just like. Well, he's English, right? They're English? I think they are. Yeah, so you know, they're whiter than white, those guys. Hey, have you guys seen that show, Louis? It's great. He's a genius. Louis, <laughs> <laughs> Louis. Now, is he, on hi- is he on hiatus? What's happening with, uh, with that show? Who knows? I haven't seen it in a, in a while. 
Does anyone <laughs> care? I don't know. I mean, he's so in, you don't. It's a big hit show. He's in movies now. Maybe he doesn't care about the show anymore. I don't know. <laughs> well, he does everything on it. Like he writes them. What does he C- directs you know them? I never really thought about this. What does CK stand for? What is that about? His last What's name it? is like Sikali or something, oh, okay. and it's really hard to spell and oh, pronounce. Right. So he just went it's C- basically C- pronounced like CK almost. Yeah, that's why he goes. Oh, right. okay. Well, then I'm fine with that. <laughs> All right, Mike. What do you got for? All right, we're going back to the '70s. Billboard Top 10 of 1975. This is Sammy Johns with Chevy Van. Uh I do love this song. Great song. So there you go. Sammy Johns. I do love How high song. did that one? Was that number one? Number five. Number five. That's, that's, okay. That's amazing, though. This is the follow-up. It also, that's a gold single, which means it sold half a, half a million copies of that oh, yeah. single alone. It's huge. This is the follow-up of something called Early Morning Love. <laughs> you could make me glad I'm living. Babe, this bed ain't gonna be made up. This is the most 70s thing I've ever heard. A little morning life. wood, I think, is what I'm <laughs> This went to number 68. 68. Uh, one more. One more. Had it. Oh, some early morning love. Now, I'll tell you what, this is a great transition because my <laughs> next song, we're going to go to from some early morning love. Let's go right into some afternoon delight, guys. Oh, yeah. Now, listen to these lyrics, too. Gonna find my baby, yeah, you're getting banged in the afternoon. I know, but listen to the. When it's right, it's right. When it's right, when everything's a little clearer in the light of day, and we know the night is always gonna be here anyway. So they can do it again later. Yeah. Thinking of you is working up my appetite. Rubbing sticks and stones together Make the sparks of night Starland Vocal Band That went to number one They won two Grammys Two Grammys Had a variety special With David Letterman in it Yes I think No it was a show It was a summer series Six It was a summer replacement It was went six shows It wasn't even a replacement It was just Sometimes they would just drop a summer series Oh really um, they won two Grammys, Best New Artist and Best Arrangement of Voices for a Duo yeah. or Group. That's when I officially wrote off the Grammy Best New Artist yeah. um, category. Starland. When they won a couple, band. I was like, no, that, this means nothing. It means nothing. They follow this thing up oh. with a song called California Day. Okay. To be Here I am. Here I am. California Day. California Day. 
I can see they were go they were going for a Mamas and the Papas yes. vibe, yeah. but uh, ooh, now that's the Beach not good. Boys that sang that good. song. Number, Everyone been okay yeah, with yeah. <laughs> number six. You call it Surfing Day, and it's a Beach Boys hit. That went to number not number six. That went to number sixty six. Okay, I was gonna say that did not. I'd never heard that before. Afternoon delight. What was the name of that follow up? Uh, California Day. California Day. You know when you know what they do during the California Day? They have a little afternoon delight. It's freaking terrible. That was my that was smack dab in the like Eagles time, California sound. Yeah. It was everything. Jackson Brown. Anything California, you can I slap you, it in there. I think there. you've just insulted Jackson Brown and the Well, Eagles. no, but it was just like that sound. Yeah. It's like yeah. Laurel Canyon kind of stuff. And they're like, man, this is gonna be us, man. What, it's all California. Someone someone at that time said Chevy Van. Someone at that time said, You know who my favorite band is? Starling Vocal. <laughs> Love Someone it. now probably says that. Someone, Someone got a tattoo of it. They would be on, what would they be equivalent to? Like Quarter Flash. No, Quarter Flash had more hits than that. I they know. had two, right? I do love Quarter Flash. <laughs> they were decent. Yeah. I don't know what you would, they were almost like up with people. Yes. That sang about getting laid. Yes. If they sang about getting, getting laid, laid right? in the afternoon. <laughs> okay, go ahead. What am I? Okay, this is, uh, ooh, you guys will know this one. I, again, I might be pushing it on the blunder because I think the second song got a little well, traction too. I will but. call you on it. This is Semisonic with their hit. This is closing time again in every bar ever around America. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. I know. I don't know if I don't like every that beginning song. comes Do from like some other beginning's end. What is it? Is every new beginning yeah, comes from some, some other beginning's, beginning's end. end. Heavy man. Do I that, like it or do I hate oh, it? Okay, okay, <laughs> person who just graduated from college and thinks <laughs> yeah. they know everything. Gotta be honest, I don't know if I like it. Or don't, don't know it's not I a bad it. sign. So it's yeah, fine for what it is. Right. I and, would rather hear Skid Row's uh, has the same sentiment, uh, but it's uh, this party's over, so get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian Bach did have a way with words. He really did. He's, uh, he's the best. So this is the uh, second one, and I do kind of remember it that it got a little traction. This is Secret Smile. Nobody knows it, but you've got a secret smile. Every smile comes from some frowns end. <laughs> I would tell you that closing time went to number 11. And Secret Smile... Did not charge. Okay, good. I guess it didn't get as much traffic. Nope. I think his problem was he does kind of have like a whiny voice. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't think that helped him at all. Kyle, I want you to take the, the bottom. Semi-sonic, cl- by the way. Yeah, semi-sonic. The take the bottom cluster of this and bring them all up. We're going uh, to do that right now. I, I don't. At the bottom. Oh, last, at the very bottom, the, the last, last three. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right. You, should I just play it or you got to intro it? No, no, I'm going to intro it. Okay. So here's, here's a song. <laughs> here's a song. It's actually, a, it, was a, it was a theme song to a TV show. Let's hear a little bit of this, Kyle. Mr. Very Oh, yeah. Joey Scarberry. Scar- Scarberry, yes. Yep. Greatest American hero. Number one. Horrible album cover. 
horrible. It's not the show, is it? No, it's the guy standing in front of a red, white, and blue map. Oh, God. It's terrible. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never oh, that is a terrible. Actually, the map is red and blue, and he's wearing a he's white wearing suit. wearing a white suit. That is awful. And that stash. Whoa. That's a strong November, stash. baby. Joey so, Scarberry. So the follow-up to this from the same album is a song called When She Dances. Okay. Stash coming in. She might not even catch your eye. Now I gotta tell you something about this song. If this if Garth Brooks recorded this song, listen to this. <laughs> and she don't talk much, maybe she's simple. He actually sounds like Garth maybe Brooks. Maybe she's just shy. Starts to sway, yeah, yeah. When she dances, that would be a Garth Brooks hit. <laughs> like the wind and the long tall grass. For when Joey, that dances, went to number 49. Oh, it did it? Yeah. So I never heard it before. It's number not, 49. I don't mind. It's kind that. of a country sound. Yeah. You know, I think he got lumped into maybe it was in yeah. the Eddie Rabbit, Christopher Cross yeah. kind of thing. And that's where, like, the video right. revolution mm-hmm. did them no favors. And Stephen Bishop, in a way. Yeah. Fox just ordered a remake pilot for Greatest American Hero. Yeah, if you saw so, this guy's photo on the album cover, you would know that video why? would do him no favors. That that mustache. <laughs> he looks like a night manager at a Walmart. Also, somewhere. is Art Garfunkel the Greatest American Hero? <laughs> <laughs> do me a favor. Before you start this next clip, turn it up the whole because it's going to start right in. My favorite thing that happened because of the song Greatest American Hero is this. George isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out, or I'd pick up the phone. Where could I be? <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm not home. Costanza's, Costanza's answering, machine. answering machine is the best. <laughs> and he's so proud of himself. I, I called someone like I don't know a couple of years ago and that was their that was their like voicemail on their that Costanza that yeah that's hilarious I was able to find that clip on YouTube isolate that part boost the I audio. have like a cleaner version <laughs> that just lives on my iPod all the time it's the best oh, really yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the best um, go ahead Mike you're up. this one again a seventies one hit wonder massive by uh, our, we've played this before on the show but this is a band called Looking glass. This is Brandy. Okay, we all know that one. Love that song. Great song. Uh, this was the follow-up. This is Jimmy Loves Marianne. Well. <laughs> A little more of the same. That is more of the same. Wait a minute. 
right, there you go. You know what Jimmy says to Marianne? What's that? that? That's Brandy's pussy taste. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, uh, Brandy went to number one. This this isn't a complete clunker though. It did break the top forty. Went to number thirty. Did you have you ever heard of it? I never heard never of it. heard of it in my life. Jimmy loves Marianne. Never. I think they disbanded that band like soon after. Never heard of it. Never. Oh, that's just so lounge, right? It, like it should be in a holiday and like Murph and the Magic Tones. Kyle, take the two that are at the bottom of the list and bring them up right now. We're gonna, I'm going to go to another uh, actor who sang. And this is from 1976. This was an actor on my one of my favorite oh, can I guess TV it? shows. Is it yeah. David Soul? That's here. Yeah. Don't give up on us, baby. Don't make that now, I got to be honest with you. I, I still love this song. I really do. And his albums are available on iTunes. So I was really? able to buy this and the follow-up. It's from the self-titled David Soul album. Sure. Had a mustache on that album to look a little bit different from Hutch. Mm. Oh, he did. Don't give up on us, baby. We're still worth one. Number one went to number one. Number one. Yep. Wow. I didn't think it went that high. It's probably because, you know, Starship Hutch was the biggest show on TV, right? Anyway, I I used to love the opening credits. I wanted that car. It was so badass. That opening credits when they're locked in the storeroom and, and Starsky loads the shopping cart up with bricks and just runs yeah. and rams the door down. I love that show. And Hutch jumps and lands with his ass on the car. And I still remember I had a Mad Magazine where the parody was Barfsky and Clutch. And Hutch jumps from like the fourth floor window and lands <laughs> the on the car. <laughs> if, if you could have any uh, fictitious car, what would you have? Well, I would have the 60s Batmobile. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just amazing. I had the and Hot Rock Wheel. and Peace, the guy who created that. George Barris. Yeah, he passed away. I had the Hot Wheels of the uh, Starsky and Hutch car. I had the um, I had a Starsky sweater. Oh, you know, that big rope sweater? Whatever. Yeah, eighth, eighth grade chubby Pat. Had big chubby <laughs> Pat had a, a sweater. If I can find my eighth grade photo, I'll give it to you. Uh, you wore it on Rich. picture day. I hope, I hope to I God you wore that on picture day. I think I did wear it Damn right you did. Damn right you did. And I also had the uh, had the the action figures, but not the car. Oh, okay. The action figures. <laughs> oh, and I had a oh, and I had a gun. Speaking of how times have changed, Hutch had like a a uh, uh, like a real long gun. What do you call it? Oh, like a huge the, dirty hairy gun. The, yeah, they sold they sold those. I might still. It still might be at when you go home. Poke around the <laughs> for attic, Christmas. Look around. It looks like an absolute real gun. Like you would get tased or yeah, shot. Absolutely. If waving you it around. That, if today. you pulled that out, you would be shot. Because <laughs> it looks like a. There's no like orange. Yeah, yeah, knob yeah, yeah, or any, yeah. It's a real gun. Oh man. Are you looking it up online? Hutch plastic gun. Starsky and Hutch plastic gun. You're gonna eBay it? Yeah. Oh no, I I do know they do have that. I think they give it to Casey when he was a kid. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a big giant mag. Let me gun. see it. Let me see it. It's oh you oh, can he find found that? it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That that was amazing. That's amazing. Two weapons to give your child. The Starsky and Hutch guns. Yeah, one's like a you know, from like the a, action TV show. A Glock and one's like a giant. It's one to one scale. <laughs> yeah, they're perfect size. <laughs> That's what it says on the back. <laughs> it's one to one scale. It's so funny you find looks that, like a real gun because I swear to God I had a Freddie Boom Boom Washington throw rug. Hi there. It had his picture on it, and I can't. I look that up all the time, and a I can't rug? find it. Yeah. Oh, they sold them at Kmart. They're eat every care every. Uh, that's great. Yeah, and I can't find. You went with Freddie Boom Boom, huh? You didn't go uh, horse check. You I've, didn't go Barbarino. Andrew Rich, get ready to write it up because I've said this a million times. 
I had all black stuff. I had a black G.I. Joe. <laughs> I loved the Jackson 5. I had all their albums. I had Jermaine Jackson That's albums. This was a novelty to you because you never saw one in That's your right. real had, life. I you had, never had, saw a black person in Hollidaysburg, Pennsylvania. I had a Lester ventriloquist doll. <laughs> Which allowed that makes me, two people. Which, which you, allowed me, and Willie Tyler, and Willie Tyler, which allowed me, to, and I'm going to be on. It allowed me to say the N word <laughs> freely. I, it's not me. It's not me. It's, the, it's, it's Lester. Lester. Lester can get away with it. Yeah, that's his word. Oh, and Lester loved big asses. <laughs> that he would look for the for the Lester with took the that word asses. back. He took that <laughs> word back. You'll never find it. I've tried a million times. <laughs> I want you to he's find looking, it when looking. you're bored at work. Look for it for and 10 Which hours. is always. What do you think I'm going to do the rest of the week? What, <laughs> all right. Watch kids fall down all day? Here's the, um, this will be more entertaining if you find this. Yeah. Okay, this is the follow-up. We didn't even do the follow-up. Oh, we're, right. We're talking. Don't Give Up On His Baby went to number one in 1976. This was his follow-up single called uh, Going In With My Eyes Open. About diving in the pool. You smiled that misty way And something in Remember the last time Don't fall in love I walked so blindly in I fell and hurt my head Did he have any... Were they all ballads like this? I don't know. I can't forget I can buy the whole album. Let's hear the chorus now. I won't Stop it if I try. What are you gonna do, David? Only this time I'm going in with my eyes open. Uh, it's too long of a title, yeah, it's too it long is. of a chorus. Now, that song went to number 54, and Kyle, please tell everyone what the name of the album is that this came from. Playing to an audience of one. <laughs> <laughs> How great is that? Ooh, a little too on the nose, Ooh, David. Not even Startsky. No. <laughs> Who is Startsky? Startsky. <laughs> Startsky. And finish the um I wonder, like Stopsky. What, what, <laughs> I wonder, wonder what that show is like now if I watch an episode. Ah, some, it, some hold up, but some that's really like, don't. That's like one of those shows I would probably watch if they just put it all on Netflix. I would yeah. probably like to at least watch a season of well, it. Well, there's no one channel. Is it Me TV or whatever? That like Channel 20 here yeah. that, that'll the, show like these old ones. Banachek. Dragnet's on all the Cannon. time. Yeah. Um, here, but the pacing of them are, is much different than today. I can mm -hmm. tell you this. And again, yes, I've said this before on the show. So Andrew Rich, go fuck yourself. <laughs> write all about it as many times as you want. I also bought... The Stevie Wonder album, Songs in the Key of Life. Classic. Because when Starsky would have ladies over to the apartment you on the pop show, that on, right? he would pull it out. And yeah. Until Hutch started singing, then Hutch would just <laughs> serenade Starsky while he's, uh, you know, getting a rim job. <laughs> he's going in with his eyes open. <laughs> with my ass open. <laughs> You're up. Uh, all right. This is, uh, I think, late 90s, early 2000s. This is uh, a band called Chumbawamba uh, and their big hit, Tub thumping. I guess they didn't get up again. <laughs> no. I fucking hate this song. So I hate it. All right. Well, this was the follow-up. It was called... Gotta be better. Amnesia. And then... Okay. Uh, I wish I could forget that yeah. song. <laughs> Speaking of... Thank you.
heard this before. Yeah. So there you yeah, go. That went to a number 101. <laughs> Tub thumping went to number six. Yeah, it was high up there. Wow. Amnesia. They have a song called Tony Blair, too. Yeah. Again, there was one of those bands that uh, much bigger in the UK than ever. Here. Yeah, because in uh, in the UK, Amnesia went to number 10. Oh, yeah. Okay. But we're, not, we're, not, we're only going with the US charts. Yeah, it was damn like right. Here. <laughs> huh? Uh. For furners. Uh, this is... Um, this is a song because we're playing songs, right, Pat? Yeah, we are. How many albums did Chumbawamba even have? They have a they have a bunch of albums. Yeah, no, they, I think they were around a long time yeah. before they hit that one thing. This is one of the first forty fives I can remember buying. This is a song by Alan O'Day. Oh, Undercover Angel. Yep, still like this song too. Let's hear a little big bit hit, of this. Yeah. summertime hit. I just number one. Yep, hearing it at the pool. All Summer the time. of seventy seven. Yeah, seventy seven is a good year for music. What? Say All right. All right, that's the hit. I remember that one. That's the wonder. That's the number one. Chumble Womads has, as of 2010, 16 albums. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And number eight was Tub Thumper. Wow. Right in the middle. Yeah, right in the middle. <laughs> Took them that long to break into the U.S. Yeah, I think they were very uh, politically minded. Very, well, they have a song about Tony Blair. Yeah, there you go. They also have a song called W. <laughs> no, I don't know if that's true. Um, now, the follow-up to Undercover Angel. Day is a song called Just You. Just you. Sounds like a theme from a seventies yeah. sitcom. That's when a guy yeah. like drops yeah, a pie he and then drops a pie. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Tripper falls off his bike. That sounds like Toy Story theme yeah. in there. Starring Ann Jillian. <laughs> And Dave Coulier as Uncle Mac. Yep. <laughs> and the sitcom could be called Just You. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A dream that was real. Just you. All right. Do, 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 do. Yeah, now, boy. In my research, I can find absolutely uh, nothing that tells me anything about this song <laughs> other than that it was his second single. I, I, no information. No, so I'm, I'm going to chart it, anywhere. I'm going to assume oh, it didn't chart. Oh, all where, where did you find burned. it? I think I found it on Wikipedia, and it said his second single was just you, and didn't. But I mean, I mean, where'd you find the file? Where'd you find the song? I found that on iTunes. I think. Oh, it is on iTunes. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that was on iTunes. Do you have one album? Just the one? Um, I think this is like called. It was called Appetizers, featuring Undercover Angel. But I think it was a best of his. Oh, okay. Stuff. Best of. Best of. That's a single. Strong, strong words. Jimmy <laughs> Parker sing. would say. You're looking for a B side. I know. On that. On that. Best of. I always did like that. Uh, Jimmy Buffett's greatest hits was called greatest hit. Hit with a S in parentheses. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was pretty funny. 
That guy's a parrot head, man. He blew out his flip-flop. Oh, so yeah. on a pop-top. Those, when you go to a Jimmy Buffett concert, man, those people are really convincing themselves they're having a good time. <laughs> they are doing as much as possible to but convince they're themselves. They're binge drinkers. That's all it is. <laughs> um, I've got, after this, I've got two more, uh, two more sets of uh, uh, two. I have uh, three. Okay, cool. Um, this perfect. one, uh, you will know the... Figure out of those sets of three what you want to play us out with. Oh, what bad song will play us out? Figure it out. <laughs> Might want to rearrange your order. Okay, well, I'm going to... Uh, this one I'll play right, and then I'll figure out the last two here. This speaking is... Of, uh, speaking of Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. <laughs> sounding titles. This one... Oh, yeah, and you will hear... This is very... They're both ship-related, it seems. This is Jay Ferguson. Oh. Jay Ferguson from uh, 1978. This is Thunder Island, is hit. It's a great song. Yeah. So that was uh, that was the big hit. Now produced by I can never say this guy's name, Bill Simzik. Oh yeah, he, he produced all the big Beatles, um, not Beatles, Simchick, yeah. all the big Start, Eagles albums. Startsky. It had an eagle <laughs> sound, right? That slide guitar, that uh, very well, eagle sound. Uh, yeah, well, um, is Johnny Wachtel playing on it? No, Joe Walsh is uh, ah. plays guitar on the album. I don't know if that is him, but it has to be, right? Yeah. That sounded and, um, very, uh, very Eagles. Jay Ferguson was in two other bands, a band called Spirit and a band called uh, Jojo Gun. Okay. Spirit so, had a hit, didn't they? Um, no, I think we might. Well, they probably do. I'll look it up while you play here. All right. Well, this is the follow-up. This is uh, Shakedown Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> do you know the song or do you No, I do know the song. You do? Yeah. I never heard it. Yeah. I like this song. Like is a strong word also. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure my concert wife, uh, Suzanne Dillingham, is a big Jay Ferguson fan. Seriously? I think she okay. is. Okay. Suzanne, if I'm wrong, yell at me or tweet that no way I'm not. But, how far uh, did, uh, how high did Shake Down? Well, Thunder Cruise Island go? went to number nine. What are you swatting over there? It killed a fly. Just so. relax, okay. will you? Jesus, flying around and sit still. Crazy. Also, I saw you yawn, and I want to thank you for doing double duty tonight. Yeah, Thanks you had a long night. Yeah, it's ten till midnight. We were here with uh, April having fun, and then Mike came in and, we're, and, and we're ruined bored, the fun. Bored to tears. <laughs> uh, no, Shakedown Cruise went to number thirty-one. Believe it or not, it did? Yeah, yeah. I'd never heard of it. Shakedown Cruise. Do you boys like some sex? <laughs> yeah, hey. squeeze the sails and yeah. lick the decks. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird. That's a shakedown cruise, man. <laughs> promise. That's where you're going. Yeah, Mike, you going on? Are you going on a shakedown? I'm going on a shakedown cruise. I just got this a cut. Wait, hold on. I just got an email update. I just got a, an email update from Amazon.com. My uh, my remastered copy of Toto Four has shipped. Oh, thank God! And the new Jeff Lynne ELO album has shipped. So those, oh. those will be making their way to my house. Terrific! To to Are they going to use a drone? <laughs> Everyone. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong. Did Spirit have a hit? Uh, no, they did not. Oh, they did not. No, okay. I think we're thinking of something else. There might be a different band called his spirit band did nothing. Um, What's old Jay Ferguson doing? Is he this, alive? Who knows? I don't know. This is one. He seems like a guy that's he's going to be at McCabe's on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of my favorite one-hit wonders of all time. It only went to number thirteen. To me, this needs to be on the next Guardians of the Galaxy uh, mix soundtrack that they release. 
This is a band called King Harvest, and this is mm. Dancing in the Moonlight. All right. Pay yeah, attention I, I to agree. that keyboard. I love this song. We get it almost every night. Yeah, sex. Can't wait to see Groot dance to this. Yeah. <laughs> David Soul got laid to this. All these songs are about fucking. Yeah. The Shakedown Cruise, buddy. Two hit fucker. Everybody here is out of sight. They don't bark and your vehicle, baby. So that went to number 13. Okay. And their follow-up hit went to number 91, and this song is called A Little Bit Like Magic. Mm-hmm. And listen for the keyboard at the beginning. That was their signature song. Oh, man. I, it's- I looked around my town this morning. I do not hate I this. It's very similar. Yeah. I was dancing in the moonlight, in the sunlight. Singing in the sunlight. <laughs> Well, they love that organ, that I, one organ. I got this from YouTube. It sound that bad for being from YouTube. It's a little bit like magic. You're as free as you want to be. It's a I actually would have predicted that Dancing in the Moonlight charted higher than number 13, but no, it just... Uh, I think that was a case of like a little more of the same thing. Yeah, definitely on that <laughs> one. Yeah, 91. I, I don't know if Ferguson is still alive, but he has... Uh, he scored the theme to the uh, U.S. version of The Office. Jay Ferguson did? Really? Yeah. Wow. And he's still alive. He's 68 years oh, old. Okay. He's oh, the compo- composer of pictures of you from the Terminator soundtrack and the Elm Street Kids main theme of From a Nightmare on Elm Street 5, <laughs> The Dream Child. Well, that's he's, working. He's, he's working. He's working. He's also the soundtrack composer for NCIS Los Angeles. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, he's working Spirit, steady. Spirit did have a, a song, yeah. a big song from 1968, uh, I Got a Line on You. Yes, I knew I they had something. I Got a Line on You. I Got a Line on You. I Got a Line on You, babe. Uh, wonder what, uh, let's see if his other band, Jojo Gunn, had any success. No. Uh, <laughs> I, I can tell you right now. like that? No, no, they didn't. But I knew Spirit had something. Well, let's see what Jojo Gunn has up its sleeve. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Jojo Gunn has like five albums. Mark oh. Andes is on bass. He went on to play with Firefall and bass in the 80s era, hit-making era, of Heart. Really? Yeah, he was like in What About Love era. That's weird. Six Degrees of Jay Ferguson. I know. <laughs> Tom Down produced some of this stuff. This is amazing. Okay. You're up. Uh, you're, you're, All right. You and then I, I'm done, and then we'll do some promoting, okay. and you close it out. All right. Well, uh, this one is, uh, again, uh, more of the same situation. They came out. This was a big hit for the Georgia Satellites. Keep your hands to yourself. All right, we knew that one. Mike puts it, pots it down so yep. quickly. He's like, done. <laughs> well, we know it. We all know that you're one. You're right. You're right. Went so to, let's get... No, wait a minute. How, how, how did that go? That went to number two. Number two. Okay. This was uh, a follow-up, which I did remember hearing. I remember this song, too, and yeah. I'm surprised at this number, but let's yeah, play it. Yeah, this is uh, Battleship Chains. It's a bad copy of it. Wasn't on iTunes? You, I can't move 
Yeah. <laughs> then some of those band members went on to play with uh, in Izzy Stradland in the Juju Hounds. Did they really? Yeah. Oh. Um, and, then and then they, and then they met up with Juju Guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that went to that's, 80 that's something. That's Seagull's band, Juju Guns. Juju Guns? <laughs> the, uh, and then they had a song that I thought was a big hit. It was from the Cocktail soundtrack, but this is telling me it only went to number 45 with Hippie Hippie Shake. Oh, yeah. again, we're not doing covers. Oh, that's goodness. what I said. But it, it, it wasn't a big charter. How high did uh, Battleship Chains get? Oh, that went to 86. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but yeah, Keep Your Hands to Yourself was all over MTV. Did you introduce that one ever? Uh, no. What year was it? 86. No, that was way before my time. Is it that old? Yeah, 86. Oh, man. What year were you on uh, VH1? 97. What was that like? Was that cool? How, how long of a shift on, air, on, on air shift would you do? Uh, you come in the morning and uh, you were only, if you were only doing the uh, the countdown, it was only like an hour in the studio. Uh -huh. And I was thinking, they, they, would, they hired me and another comedian at the same time thinking like, oh, man, we're going to, you just go in there and riff and do it. And then I did that like one day. And they went, you know, ooh, you make a joke and then you realize, oh, you're in the bed with the, oh, Mike, you can't say that about Mariah Carey because yeah. then her record company might get, yeah, you can't call won't her let us dildo. play her videos. Don't call her dildo. Even Eddie got a joke. It's comedy. You know, someone's yeah. going to have to, someone's so everything have to I, down. everything I did in the audition that they liked, oh, that's hilarious. And they had me go through a, um, uh, a magazine, like a Rolling Stone yeah, or yeah. thing and just riff and just make fun of everybody in it. Yeah. And they laughed and, oh, it's great. And then I did that exact same thing on the set. And they're like, Ooh, and then after, that. yeah, and then you're just like, okay, put it on the fucking prompter. Let's yeah. go. And plus, you had to, they had to turn, we were like one little studio on the west side of Manhattan. Yeah. And we shared it with, they shot like the RuPaul's talk show in there and all this other stuff. So they had to keep turning it out. It was a tight schedule. So tight schedule and like improvising doesn't yeah. mix. So big fun. After, yeah, after a while, you just like, okay, let's read it and let's go through it. And, but they got to do some cool remote stuff. and That's cool. Yeah, that was the one time that they had the, like Rock Across America was the big live yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. And uh, so I went to, and I'm hoping, like all these, at this time I hadn't been to a lot of the country. Yeah. And I was like, all these places I hadn't been to, like Seattle, Bumbershoot, and all these places. Where'd you go, Newark? I went to Milwaukee, Summerfest. <laughs> I was like, you got to be kidding me. Because I, I had played I, that thing five times. up at yes. Summerfest. Not that it's a bad festival, but no, I mean, come on, festival. I wanted to go anywhere else. Yeah, it's a good festival. And that's where I interviewed uh, Melon Camp. And, oh, he was probably a joy. Yeah, and that's where I got the infamous uh, Cindy Lauper interview story that yeah. I told. That's great. How come you guys don't play my records no more? Uh, hamana, hamana, hamana. You're not viable. <laughs> and then did you say, I'll tell you why. How's Madonna's pussy taste? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this will be. This is my last twofer, and then Mike will close us out. This is, uh, this is a band fronted by a guy named Paul Carrick. The band is Ace. Yeah. And play a little bit of this uh, song that went to number three. You'll know this, Kyle. How long? Be another uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. I would love to put together that soundtrack for these people. Was this in Guardians of the Galaxy? No, we're hoping it'll be in the next one. Oh. You're hoping. Oh, I am. Uh, Paul Carrick was also in Squeeze. Squeeze and he sang Tempted. Yep, and Mike and the Mechanics. Yep. Yeah. He was like a good utility man. That's right. So then the follow-up is called uh, I Ain't Gonna Stand For This No More. <laughs> I'm 
This sucks, right? Yeah. That must be why it did this not This is almost chart. kind of like a... It's almost like a southern country rock kind yeah. of thing. And then the other one was like a smooth kind yeah. of... Well, they would tell you, that, hey, well, yeah, we could do everything. Yeah. No, yeah. stick to the, the hit thing. Yeah, that was terrible. It didn't chart at all. Ace. <laughs> Ace in the hole is what that is. <laughs> That's when Paul went, you know, that band Squeeze has got a little something going yeah, on. Maybe, I'll, maybe uh, I'll go over there and replace that Jules Holland. <laughs> Squeeze is either coming here or just played here. Last They're, night. No, no, next week. Next week. Next Tuesday at right by your house. Yeah. It's an acoustic. You going to go to that? I don't know. At the Candy Club. I didn't check into uh, tickets. It's on my calendar, though. I'm sure it's. I'm sure you can get in, no problem. Why don't you get in? Why don't get him? Why don't we get him in here? Why don't you? Yeah, make some calls, our Garfunkel's friend. I can't say their names. I'll screw it up. Difford and Tilbrook. That's hard to say. You even had different. Well, you think <laughs> they concentrate? It's Chris, Chris Difford, Difford and Glenn, Glenn Tilbrook. So I can just call him Chris and Glenn. I'm fine. Yeah, you can do that. Hey, Dillweed and <laughs> Dick Brook. <laughs> Um, real quick. You got Wang Chung in here. I think we can get Squeeze in here. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. You're a little late on it now. I know. I doubt it. It's not going to happen. You got a week. They'll come back. You got a week. Uh, I'm at Pat underscore Francis. You are at Kyle dot some funny. We are at at Rock Solid Show. And Mike, where are you? You're at. I'm at uh, funnymike.com. Funny Mike on Twitter and uh, Travel Tales Pod on Twitter and Travel Tales Podcast dot com. Both of our podcasts are now serviced through Art Art 19. With a slick new player. Right yeah. there on the site. I love it. I love that site so much. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, so go, you know, I, I, I canceled my Libsyn account yeah. yesterday. I boom, shut Maybe it I'll down. do it. Maybe I'll, uh, I, I haven't been able to cut the cord yet. Do it before the, oh, the end of the month. Do it before yeah. the first of the month or else you'll get billed again. Right. Because it's, I, I ended it, but it said, okay, it'll be up through the end of the month and then. Because they, 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 they charge you the first, first of the of month. First of the month, that's so right. Get out of it. Get out of it. Get out of it. Um, and also going to be on a cruise next week for Thanksgiving week. Are they going to have on the celebrity eclipse? So if anybody's out there, have I'll you, be telling you. Have you been on a cruise before? You have been, right? I've been on one. I've never performed on one. I'm not a big fan of cruises. How many shows are you going to do? I know at least one per crowd, uh-huh. a 45 minute show, and then maybe either a 20 minute, as they call it, a welcome show, mm-hmm. or a, like a 20 minute late night show, which mm-hmm. I could think I can be a little more risque. Late night. Which I've heard is up to the uh, cruise director. Wow. I'm a little nervous about it, actually. I don't know what to expect, but I will see. They can't fire you because there's no place for them to... You, they, well, people have gotten fired. They just throw you Chip overboard. got fired. A lot, I mean, I've known a bunch of comics. Who, they've dropped them off at the next port. And they, they do said, not. Oh, yeah. And how do you get home? They'll, they'll, they'll arrange your flight, but they're like, you know what? This is... We're good. And then psh, gone. Wow. Yeah. Well, you got that to look forward to. Or you bombed and they you're trapped in the on the boat with these people for the rest of the week. Oh, so a now Canadian. Yeah. And you can't even leave your yeah, little like, tiny cab and they go, Oh, there's the guy that sucked. <laughs> and then you're stuck on the you can't leave. So that's the other danger of it. What's the uh, what's a cabin like on a cruise ship? Is it comfy? They're small. They're is small. it is it comfy though? Well, one guy it should be fine. Yeah. We we like to say cozy. Yeah. I'll find out. I'll have is all these stories cozy? next time when when I come back. I if hope I come a, back. I hope you have a good experience. <laughs> so do I. You, so you'll eat turkey on the boat. Yeah, that's you know how. Turkey. When you're enjoying your families, I'll be uh, somewhere on the seas. Cruise ship pays now, good, though. Now, do they make you sit with strangers? That's why I wouldn't I like. I'll tell you what, Rick Springfield says, do not good. talk to strangers. <laughs> it's one of his songs. We don't have talk a turkey roll, turkey loaf. 
or something. No, it's got to be real turkey. I don't know. It would be a buffet. What the hell do I know? Hey, you got to get the buffet. <laughs> Uh, also go to rocksolidpodcast.com uh, and read Andrew Rich's excellent show notes. Um, the artwork for this episode is going to be done by, I gotta look it up. Gotta look it up. Sorry. Got to, I think Kyle, nice. We can hear that. Nice. nice. Yeah. You couldn't even yawn quietly. No, didn't care to. It's like you aimed at the microphone. Yeah. Uh, Philip, sh- Philip Dufour is going to be doing this artwork. Philip Dufour. Thank you, Philip. Can't wait. All right. So, uh, and there's a donation button on rocksolidpodcast.com. There's a recurring. You could say, hey, I'm going to give two bucks to Rock Solid every month. It'll come right out of my PayPal. I don't even sweat it, man. I, instead of giving it to those Satan-loving Starbucks red cups, <laughs> we love the Lord here. We love Christmas. Even, dumbest argument I've ever heard. Even Siegel, who's a like, Jewish, like, loves Christmas. They would, be mad. <laughs> they would be mad if they just made the cup into a giant cross and poured hot coffee. Yeah. And they'd be they mad said, about that's that, That's disrespectful. Too. Yeah. yeah. So it's... All right. So, Mike, you're yeah. going to you're gonna play uh, a hit, and then a blunder is going to play this show yes. out. The hit is from 1974. This is uh, Maria Muldar mm. with uh, Midnight at the Oasis. Ooh. Midnight at the Oasis Send your camel to bed Shadows painting our faces Tracing Romance in our heads. So that was, very, I think, from her debut album, from what I thought. That was uh, charted pretty high. I think that's number 13, is what I'm seeing. The follow up, uh, there really wasn't much of a single. It was tough finding another single that came out of this if it was actually a single, but this one was okay. kind of. Hold on a second. Hold on, because we're going to play out with this, so I want to thank you guys for being here. Oh, yeah. Thank you for and, having me. Uh, this was fun. Thanks for listening. Uh, write us a nice review on iTunes if you if you care to. Visit the Facebook page. Always lots to talk over there about music and stuff. And uh, we'll see you next time. And uh, play us out, Mike. What's it called again? Say one more time. Uh, well, I haven't said the uh, new one. The follow-up. Oh. It was, kind of goes uh, full circle from where I started. We we uh, tribute to Alan Toussaint, a New Orleans thing, mm-hmm. and this is like a uh, written by Doctor John. Oh, nice! Who plays on it? This is called uh, Three Dollar Bill by Maria Muldaur. But you just won't quit.